Welcome to New Covenant Church. You are listening to this week's message with Senior Pastor Chris Valdez. We are so glad that you are with us this morning for worship. If you're joining us online, welcome. We're so thankful you're joining us as well. Well, it's hard to believe that Christmas is only six days away, and it's going to be here before we know it. I know for maybe the kids or the little ones, it seems like each day takes forever as Christmas approaches, but for those of us who have a few years under our belts, we know that time just goes by like a blink of an eye. Well, I want to take a wild guess this morning and assume that most, if not everyone here this morning, knows the reason that we celebrate Christmas. It is true what people say, that Jesus Christ is the reason for this Christmas season, but Jesus Christ is far more than a reason to celebrate a holiday. He's far more than a reason to celebrate two holidays each year. If you have your Bible with you this morning, go ahead and turn to Luke chapter 1, and we'll get there in just a moment. It's not to say that I'm not thankful that we set aside Christmas and Easter to celebrate the birth and crucifixion and resurrection of Jesus Christ, but I hope that we will all walk away from this morning's message knowing that Jesus Christ has forever changed all of our days, including all of our eternity. Pastor Darrell did a wonderful job over the past three weeks with the Mystery Revealed series. I know I received new revelation during that myself. The revelation that through Christ, all those who accept Him are part of His body, the church. And His body, the church, is now declaring and making known the manifold wisdom of God to the principalities and powers in the heavenly places according to the eternal purposes which He accomplished in Christ Jesus our Lord. This was His plan This was the Father's plan, His perfect plan from before the beginning. The birth of Jesus Christ wasn't the beginning of that plan. It was the fulfillment. The Word made flesh would reveal that mystery that had been hidden from the beginning. This morning we're going to look at the announcements of Christ's birth and the account of His birth in Luke. And we'll see that He was far more than a baby in a manger. He was the Son of God, the Word of God made flesh. This is huge. This is earth-shattering. It's eternity-shattering. It's absolutely impossible to overemphasize what occurred when Jesus Christ entered our world. We aren't looking at a story this morning. These aren't made-up nursery rhymes. We're looking at a historical account. Every time I'm referring to passages in the Bible, I always refer to them as accounts, not stories. These things happened. They happened in a day just like today. An account of prophecies given. An account of prophecies fulfilled. Everything that we will look at this morning actually happened. If this weren't true, what the Apostle Paul declared in 1 Corinthians 15:19 would be true. He said that if in Christ we have hope in this life only, then we are of all people most to be pitied. But thank God we are not to be pitied. Jesus Christ was born. He did live. And He did die. And He was raised to life again. 
and no one who has put their faith in him will ever be disappointed. We're going to start out by looking at the angel's announcement to both Mary and Joseph. It starts in Luke chapter 1, verse 26. It says, In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph, of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Greetings, O favored one. The Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at the saying and tried to discern what sort of greeting this might be. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. We're going to see these words a couple of times through the various accounts we're going to look at this morning. The Lord is with you and do not be afraid. I love that fear is commanded against. God has not given us a spirit of fear. Why should we never be afraid? Why should we never fear? The answer is right there. Because the Lord is with us. Of course, in this context, the angel Gabriel was speaking to Mary directly. But as we read the rest of these accounts, we will see that this passage and that command to not fear applies to every single one of us. Verse 31. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son. And you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give to him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there will be no end. And Mary said to the angel, How will this be since I am a virgin? Verse 35. And the angel answered her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, your relative Elizabeth in her old age has also conceived a son. And this is the sixth month with her who is called barren. For nothing will be impossible with God. And Mary said, Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. He will be called the Son of the Most High. He will reign forever. There will be no end to his kingdom. He is holy and the Son of God. Like I said a moment ago, we can't overemphasize how big of a deal this was. Jesus Christ's birth and life, and death, and resurrection are the most significant events that have ever or will ever occur on this planet. I love the angel's proclamation, for nothing will be impossible with God. There is nothing that God cannot accomplish. And I also love Mary's response. I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. Mary was saying, let the will of God be done, not my will. Mary was being put in an extremely difficult situation. We've heard this account so many times and we've gotten so used to it that we don't really think about it. We just think, oh, we're celebrating Christmas, Jesus Christ's birth. But we often forget what position Mary was being put in. Having a child, being unwed in that day was was not normal. She would be ostracized. Joseph 
the scriptures later say, was going to try to do the nice thing and just kind of put her away quietly. And we're going to read that account of the angel telling Joseph about how this, what truth is really occurring here. But we forget that position that she was put in. Yet her response was, let the word of the Lord be done as you have said. Oh, that that could be our heart cry in every situation. Let my life, let the circumstances in my life be according to your word, God. The Word of God, not according to my plans, not according to my desires, but according to Your Word. Let Your will be done. If you have your Bible, flip flip back one book to Matthew chapter 1, and we're going to read the account of Joseph receiving the announcement personally as well. Starting in verse 19, it says, Behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, Son of God, Do not fear. There it is again. Do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet, and it's referring to the prophet Isaiah. And this prophecy can be found in Isaiah chapter 7, verse 14. And that prophecy said, Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. Once again, we see those words, do not fear. Now they're being spoken to Joseph. Mary is going to bear a son. It's from the Holy Spirit. His name is to be Jesus, and He will save His people from their sins. Praise the Lord. And finally, there's the promise that's made to all of us, the fulfillment of Isaiah's prophecy. His name shall be Emmanuel. Not God with Mary, not God with Joseph, not God with just them individually, but God with us. Jesus Christ came so that God could be with all of us. And today He is. We can all take courage and follow His command and not be afraid to not fear. Why? Because God is with us. Flip back over over to Luke chapter 2 and we'll read the account of Jesus' actual birth. Starting in Luke chapter 2 verse 1. We read, in those days a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when Quirinius was governor of Syria, and all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth, to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. I want to stop there for just a second. Jesus was born in a manger because there was no room for him in the inn. The people of Bethlehem didn't know who this baby in Mary's belly was. This Mary, to them, was just another pregnant girl. She was just going to give birth to another baby. 
if they had known that Mary was about to give birth to the Son of God, do you not think they would have tripped over themselves to have offered their home, their place, their room to be the place that Jesus Christ, the Son of God, would be welcomed into this earth? But the reason they didn't is because they didn't know. They didn't know who she was. They didn't know who the baby in her belly was. Verse 8, And in the same region there were shepherds out in the field keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. This goes back to Daryl's message. He didn't come for the Jews. He didn't come for the Gentiles. He came for all people, for all mankind. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among those with whom He's pleased. We see it there again. Fear not. Why? Because the Savior of the world, Christ the Lord was now with them. He was there physically. The Word made flesh in Bethlehem. Verse 15, When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told to them concerning this child. Did you see that? This thing that the Lord has made known to us. Jesus Christ, the Son of God, is here. And God is beginning that revelation of what Jesus Christ would eventually accomplish for the entire church and the body of Christ. The Lord is making Him known to us. Jesus Christ, the Son of God. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them, but Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. And at the end of eight days, when he was circumcised, he was called Jesus, the name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. Before we close this morning, I want to look at one other account of Jesus' birth. And this one is found in John chapter 1. It's just a couple more books over. This account is a little different than the one that we just read. And it communicates the magnitude of who Jesus Christ really is. And who He was at the moment that He stepped foot on this earth. John chapter 1 verse 1 says, In the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God. And the Word was God. And He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him. And without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life. And the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness. And the darkness has not overcome it. 
Verse 9, the true light which gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world and the world was made through him, yet the world did not know him. We just read a moment ago, he came to Bethlehem, but they didn't know he was there. They didn't know who he was. And even throughout his life and all the way uh, to his death and crucifixion and resurrection, they did not know who he was. He came to his own and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. When we receive Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we are born again by the will of God. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we have seen His glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth, For from His fullness we have all received grace upon grace. For the law was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, the only God who is at the Father's side. He has made Him known. Jesus Christ, the Son of God, the Word made flesh, dwelt among us and revealed His Father to us. He told the disciples, if you have seen me, you have seen my Father. He revealed the mystery of the church and called us to follow Him, to be with Him for now and for all of eternity. But those that were in Bethlehem that night didn't know. They didn't know what was happening while they slept. And the question that I have for us this morning is, do we know? Do we know or are we still sleeping? There are two new Christmas songs that I heard this year. I think they're, they're new. I didn't actually go um, look them up to see what year they were published, but I assume they just came out this year because I'd never heard of them before. But the lyrics are very touching and actually go right along with the message that I'm sharing this morning. And I want to share a couple of the verses from these two songs with you. The first is a song called Just a Girl by Brandon Heath. And here's just a couple of the lines from that song. The innkeeper's wife asks, Who is at the door? Just a girl. To the innkeeper, it was just a girl. In reality, it was Mary, the one chosen by God to give birth to His Son. God made flesh. The song goes on to say, He's just a babe. There was no robe. There was no crown. And I love this last line, just a king, just a million angels crowding in to see Jesus there among humanity. A million angels crowding in to see the mystery revealed, clamoring over themselves just to get a glimpse of what the Father was about to do. But Bethlehem was sleeping. And no one offered a room or a place for Mary and Joseph to lay their head or to bring this King of Kings into the world. Humanity missed it. But all of heaven knew. The angels knew. The heavenly principalities knew. And they crowded in to see. 
And a multitude, the Bible says, a multitude of angels came to sing and proclaim him before the shepherds in the field. And it says that God himself revealed it to them. If he hadn't have done that, they would have missed it too. It was only by the revelation and grace and mercy of the Father that they were brought in to see that revelation. The other song is called While You Were Sleeping by Casting Crowns. And these lyrics say, The king has left his throne and is sleeping in a manger tonight. Oh, Bethlehem, what have you missed while you were sleeping? For God became a man and stepped into your world today. Oh, Bethlehem, you will go down in history as a city with no room for its king. The Father gave His only Son the way, the truth, the life had come, but there was no room for Him in the world He came to save. Jerusalem, what have you missed while you were sleeping? The Savior of the world is dying on your cross today. Jerusalem, you will go down in history as a city with no room for its king. Whether we're still sleeping and don't realize who Jesus Christ really is, or maybe we just don't feel like we have enough room for Him in our heart and in our life, either way, Jesus Christ is still the King of kings and Lord of lords. He came to this earth as a baby, the Word made flesh to save the world, to save us. And whether we sleep through it or just ignore Him, it doesn't change the fact of who He is or why He came. The truth is still the truth. The question for us is, will we wake up and receive Him? Will we make room for Him and let Him occupy the throne of our heart? Where we can be like Mary and say, not my will, but let the Word of God be done. Let His will be done on earth as it is in heaven. At the moment that we receive Him, we become part of His body. Jesus Christ is the head of the church and we are His hands and feet. And when we come to Christ, we join every other part of the body of Christ in proclaiming the manifold wisdom of God to the heavens. And there's a million angels crowding in to see what the body of Christ is going to accomplish. They want to see what God can do for themselves. Because nothing is impossible for Him. The question for us this morning is, will we wake up and see Him for ourselves? Will we live differently than the world with no fear? Why? Because God is with us. The Son of God came to live with us. And He made a way for that relationship to be restored. And if we are His, He is with us. Will we declare the truth of who Jesus Christ is? The Savior of the world. The Word made flesh. He's the King of kings and Lord of lords. And the Bible says one day everyone will proclaim that fact. Whether they did on this earth or not. But we have the ability to choose to do it today. And we have the ability as the body of Christ to proclaim that truth to the world that they might have a chance to see 
and believe and welcome Him in that He could sit on the throne of their hearts that they might be able to also say, let the will of the Father be done, not mine. Let God's will be done on this earth as it is in heaven. Will you bow your head with me as we close in prayer? Dear Heavenly Father, we come before you this morning in thanksgiving and praise, in awe of what you've accomplished. Lord, you had a plan bigger than we could ever comprehend before you even created the world. And we find ourselves in the middle of it right now. And it's by your good pleasure that you've invited us in to this story, to this uh, to these historical accounts that are literally unfolding today. Father, I pray that our eyes would be open, that our ears would be open to hear your voice, Lord, and that when we hear it, we would respond. Father, if there's anyone here, anyone hearing this this morning that has never welcomed you into their heart and to sit on the throne of their heart that you might be the Lord of their life, Father, I pray that they will make that declaration this morning and that they would, through the power of the Holy Spirit, receive this truth in their heart and this revelation and that they would be transformed literally into a new creation. And from this day forth, they would be a child of God. Father, for those of us who have long ago chosen to follow You and to become one of Your children, Lord, I pray that we will follow You like we've never followed You before. Lord, that we would not be ashamed, that we would not fear, that we would not be afraid because You are with us and that we would proclaim this truth to anyone that will listen. And even if they don't listen, Father, we proclaim the truth. Lord, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We ask these things in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Jesus, the eternal Son of God, became the Son of Man. That we, as sons of men, might become sons of God. We don't take that for granted. So I want you to do something with me. Would you... Would you just repeat after me a prayer? If you don't know Jesus as your Lord, this is a prayer of salvation. If you know Jesus as your Lord, this is a prayer of affirmation. All right? God, you came to live for me. You live the life that I can live because you died for me. Thank you for the sacrifice. For all of our sin. I trust you. Now. As my Lord. As my Savior. I receive you. To be everything you are. In me. It's no longer time to be silent. Live loud in me. In Jesus name. Amen. 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 Thank you for listening to this week's message.